You have to have been living under a rock if you haven't heard of something that has to do with Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, but I'm sure as a nonprofit, it hasn't really been on your radar as something that you need to look into or you need to prioritize figuring out, right? I know that it's super complex. It can be overwhelming. And as a nonprofit, you've got so much going on that cryptocurrency isn't bubbling up to the top as something that you need to worry about right now. But I have to tell you that there are over $3 trillion invested in cryptocurrency right now. It's really gaining traction. And some of those investors are, are already starting to donate Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency to nonprofits. And so I think it's super important that you don't leave anything on the table. You position yourself to be able to accept cryptocurrency and I'm going to help you get in on the action. All right, let's talk about it. Welcome to episode seven of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by providing tools, resources, and advice so that you can nurture your roots to harvest the fruits of all your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I am Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about cryptocurrency. I know, it's like, why do we need to talk about this? Because we do, we need to talk about it. We need to make sure that we're being smart and that as a nonprofit, we're being resourceful and we are open to all of the opportunities that are out there for us, especially when it comes to funding, right? So I am not a cryptocurrency expert. I probably know just enough to be dangerous. That is why I'm going to put this disclaimer up there. Um, you know, I'm not an expert. Make sure that you are going and you are advising with a CPA, an attorney, tax specialist, whoever else. Make sure you're getting your advice from people that are super credentialed. But these are one of those little practical videos that I want to give you. And if you're just scratching your head about the crypto game or wondering how can you accept donations or if you even should, or if it's even safe, then I'll let you know what my research has come up with. Before we dive in, if you are wondering like, how do you accept donations? And I'm going to talk all about that today, but I have a PDF printout that you can grab at Cthulhu.com slash crypto. And that printout is a comparison chart of the different platforms that you can sign up for to accept Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency donations. And it compares like the level of difficulty, the main features, if it's something that you want to do to be able to keep crypto or you just want it to convert it to US dollars, like there's a whole thing, we're gonna get into that. But if you want that download that you can just email off to somebody on your board, you could email off to somebody else that's gonna help you with this or you could use it yourself then go on over to cthulhu.com slash crypto. It's just a nice little one pager that has all the different platforms or at least the top ones that my research yielded that were good. Today, we're gonna talk about what cryptocurrency even is. Should you accept cryptocurrency as a nonprofit as donations? And how do you do that? How do you actually accept donations? So hopefully by the end of this, you'll feel better about if you should, what it is and how to do it. All right, what is cryptocurrency? So I'm gonna read right off this puppy because I don't wanna get it wrong. Cryptocurrency, also known as virtual currency or crypto, is a digital asset designed to function as an alternative to sovereign fiat currency, which is like the US dollar, whereby transactions between two parties are verified through a public distributed 
ledger, also known as the blockchain. Most people think of Bitcoin or Ethereum when they're thinking of cryptocurrencies, but there's also a whole bunch of other cryptocurrencies out there. So I know that that was all kind of like, okay, I have no clue what that means, Rebecca. So the blockchain in which people are making these transactions is a ledger that records every single transaction that's ever made and the transactions are verified by a peer-to-peer -peer code system. I know that this is already like way over your head and you're like, see, I don't trust it, did it? But I'm gonna ask you, we have no clue what goes behind PayPal. Like how is it possible that we can enter all of our bank information and we can enter our username and our password and we just trust that it's secure because we see this little secure, verified, whatever. I have done enough research to feel really confident that the blockchain peer-to-peer -peer open source code system that verifies every transaction and records every transaction on this puppy, this blockchain, I feel good about that. Like, I feel like that is secure. And if I were to take my money and invest it in crypto, I feel good about my money will be there. People feel like Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies are unsafe. And I think the unsafety comes from, the risk comes from the volatility of the market. So with the US dollar, it feels pretty safe, right? Except right now, right? With inflation, the value of the US dollar going way down and we're really feeling that, right? Chicken is like $12 for one little pack. But typically we are comfortable with the US dollar because it's a pretty stable, value when somebody hands you a dollar you feel pretty good okay this is what a this is a dollar you don't feel like it's going to change value overnight or even you know over the next six months or whatever feels good it's stable right okay now with bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies it's volatile the value goes up and down so quickly that somebody could be handing you twenty dollars worth of cryptocurrency and in a few hours it's worth ten dollars and in a few hours after that it's now worth forty dollars so that's what we mean by it's volatile that's why it feels risky because the value goes up and down and you don't feel certain that if it's you putting ten dollars in that you're going to be able to get ten dollars out might get $5 out, might get $50 out. What's cool about that is the opportunity to really 2X, 5X, 10X your, your money or your donor's investment. So I don't believe that the actual infrastructure that cryptocurrency runs on, the blockchain, is risky. I do understand that the volatility of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is risky. So if you're somebody that wants nothing to do with investments that go up and down with that much volatility, then I can see why you wouldn't want to deal with cryptocurrency or having any of those assets. But I still think that you should accept them. So should you accept them? Absolutely. And I'm gonna tell you why. 220 million people use cryptocurrency today and half of millennials prefer crypto investing over stocks and millennials are also known as being very philanthropic so they are wanting to use cryptocurrency to donate and we simply have to keep up with the donor demographic like who's giving and how are they giving and we need to get ahead of that 
So to me, this is not a if, like if cryptocurrency takes off, like it's taken off. People are in it, people are donating in it. So it's a when. What I don't want to happen is you to have somebody come to you at some point, and I believe they will, I believe this is not an if, it's a when, and say, hey, I wanna give you money in cryptocurrency, do you accept cryptocurrency donations, and you either look at them and say, um, what, or I don't know, or no, okay? Your answer needs to be like, yes, and here's how you can donate to us in Bitcoin and Ethereum or in cryptocurrencies. And I'm using Bitcoin and Ethereum because they're the most well-known and typically accepted donations. You need to be able to say that you will accept them because they are a currency, they're worth something, and somebody wants to give them to you. Cryptocurrency is seen as property by the IRS. This has a couple implications for you. It means that as a donor, it's tax deductible. Donors are going to give you Bitcoin and it's going to be seen as property for tax purposes. So this means that they don't need to pay capital gains on it and that it's tax deductible. That's good for your donor. But because it's seen as property, you are going to treat it just like any other property in-kind donation. So you give them a receipt. Usually you state on that receipt the value of the property of the in-kind donation. And you would know at the point that they're transferring the Bitcoin to you, the value of that. So you'd be able to write it down. But the donor is actually responsible for reporting the value in which they gave you the donation at. So you don't need to worry about that as much. You can just say, yes, we accepted this. But if somebody were to give you a car and you were writing up the receipt, you'd probably go on Kelly Blue Book and you'd look it up and you'd write up the value or whatever, or you'd tell the donor that they can input whatever value they want because it's really up to them to report to the IRS what they gave you in a donation. That's, that's not on you, so it's kind of on them. I've done this before because I've accepted horses as in-kind donations. Now, there's no Kelly Blue Book for horses. I can say this horse is worth 500 bucks to me and the owner can say the horse is worth $30,000. It doesn't matter, we don't need to get into that argument. They can say that horse is worth whatever to the IRS and that's on them to figure out and be honest. Now, of course, nonprofits do like to keep record of the amount of dollars that they received in in-kind donations. So you kind of wanna get the best you know, assessment. But thankfully with cryptocurrency, that's easy because there's a snapshot in time of what that was worth when they donated it. So you know exactly what it's worth, even if it's not worth that five minutes later. Another reason why this property analogy really helps, especially as somebody that is deciding, should we accept it? Would you accept somebody giving you property? If somebody said, I have half an acre down the road and I wanna give it to your nonprofit, you would be stoked. You would be like, absolutely, we'll do that property. That property could be worth $10,000. In a year, that property could appreciate and be worth $50,000. That property could depreciate, especially in this market. If this bubble bursts, this property could now be worth $2,500. The property could flood and burn down and not exist anymore and you could lose it all, right? All of those scenarios could play out, but you'd still accept the property, right? 
in hopes that it is still an asset you have, your hope that it appreciates or at least stays the same. So that's how I want you to think about cryptocurrency. You should accept it because you didn't have it before and it's something that can just sit there and it might depreciate a little, but it really could appreciate in a big way and help you have some money in the bank on the side that you're not even really thinking about. And what's cool is me personally, I may not want to invest in crypto. Like I might say right now I don't have the money or I don't really feel like putting my US dollars into cryptocurrency, but I'm open to accepting it as payment because if people give me cryptocurrency or buy my products and services in cryptocurrency, then it allows me to kind of stash up this bank of assets that may depreciate, but it allows me to get in the game and possibly get that 2X, 10X, whatever that, that volatility can really give you, or at least opens you up to the opportunity of giving you. So as a nonprofit, it's not putting your own money in it. And if somebody is only wanting to give in crypto, like why wouldn't you take it? I hope I have made the case of why you should take crypto donation. So then you're going like, how do you accept crypto donations? So there's a few ways that you can do this. There are a few platforms out there that are offering quick, easy ways for you to accept crypto donations. And then there's some platforms out there where it's not as quick, it's not as easy, but you cut out the middleman and you have some more freedom with how you're going to do it. So this is where that comparison chart is really going to help you. Again, that's at katulo.com slash crypto. But let's just walk through a couple of the platforms and talk about their benefits and some of their cons and see which ones might be right for you. The first one, a great one, and a lot of the big nonprofits use it is called the giving block. Now, the main feature of this is uh, your ability to embed a full donation widget onto your site. So it just looks really, really clean for people that are coming to give you donations. It's fully integrated. It just looks like it's a part of your site. And it also provides a bunch of educational resources for donors. So if donors are wondering how crypto donations work or they're wondering about the tax benefits or they're wondering anything that has to do with education around crypto, the giving block actually gives you all of that content so that you don't have to come up with your own FAQs because you're like, listen, I just want to accept it. I don't really know about the details. So the giving block gives you all of that. Now, my issue with the giving block is that the pricing is undisclosed. So you have to get on the phone with them to discuss the pricing. I believe there's a setup fee and then additional transaction fees. It might not be great for somebody that is just like, I want to set it up for the day that somebody asks me to donate, but I don't have like donations coming in right now where a setup fee would be justified. What I do like for the giving block is it allows you to hold cryptocurrency or transfer that cryptocurrency immediately to us dollars. Here's the deal. Some people want nothing to do with cryptocurrency. So there are platforms out there that allow people to donate in crypto, but it's completely transferred the second that the transaction happens to US dollars and all you see is the US dollars in your bank account. And I can hear you right now on the other side of this video going, yes, I don't wanna deal with crypto. I just want US dollars and I want it all converted quickly. And I would say that's good, 
but it's kind of thinking not in the long run. It's just thinking for what's good for you today and what you can wrap your brain around. If you are a nonprofit that has like, you're not making your operations right now. Like you have a shoestring budget and you really need money to like turn the lights on next month. Yes, if somebody gives you in crypto and you need it, then you are gonna wanna just pass through all of that straight to US dollars so that you can operationalize those dollars, right? You can invest them immediately into your actual programs and services. But if you are sustainable or you at least are able to exist as you are today, with or without the cryptocurrency donations that you're not getting right now, right? If it's possible for you to just take in those donations and leave them in crypto, that's what I would do because I like the opportunity of being able to play with this uh, donation that's coming in in cryptocurrency. So and when I say play with, it means leave it in a market that is volatile, but it's not money that I had anyway. So if I lose it, of course the donor knew that that was a risk, right? They're in crypto and they deal with the volatility of the market. And then if it does 2X, 4X, 10X, then it was a really smart investment to leave it there. So let it accumulate and let it bring in whatever it's going to bring in or appreciate however it's going to appreciate. I'm gonna use the property example again. If there was a service out there that you would take in in-kind property donations, somebody is giving you a half acre down the road, would you choose to, the second that property was given to you, it is transferred to US dollars, and now you just have the $10,000? Or would you leave the property there because you know having property over the long run may be better for your organization? Think about the value of the property as well. If somebody gave you a sliver of property in Manhattan, which, People relate Bitcoin to like a property in Manhattan because there's scarcity in Bitcoin. There's only so many available. So it's a lot like property in Manhattan. If somebody were to give you that property, like, yes, you could cash it out today, but it would be so much more valuable if you just left that property there and let it continue to appreciate. So I hope that that analogy is a little bit helpful. Are you the person that needs Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies immediately transferred to US dollars and you don't even want the opportunity to use or play with the cryptocurrency? Or do you want to use and play with, do you see the value in keeping some cryptocurrency on hand? So uh, in given, is another one. So we just talked about the giving block that allows you to hold cryptocurrency and it allows you to also transfer it directly to US dollars. So you can do both, but there's a setup fee and I'm not sure the size of the organization I think matters as far as that setup fee. So it might not be great for beginners, but you can look into it. Okay. So then there's in given, this is kind of cool because this allow, this has a widget as well that you can allow put on your website, embed into your website, like other checkout forms or whatever, like PayPal. And it allows people to add multiple program uh, designations. You could say like, do you want to give to the dog program or the horse program, or do you want to give to our homeless program or this, you know, whatever. So if you wanted to be able to let people choose what part of the organization their donation went to this in given has that it has a 4% flat rate fee for all transactions, but no setup fee medium to difficult time investment. This is best for nonprofits that really like the opportunity to give people the specific program that they want to donate to. Then there's every.org. So as a nonprofit, you have no platform fees and 
every.org handles all of the legal and accounting risks. They even give the receipts to the donors, all of that. There's no setup or platform fees. And then the brokerage fees are 1%. So that's per transaction. You can set up in minutes, so it's really easy. And this is specifically for the nonprofits that want to transfer all of their cryptocurrency directly to cash right off the bat. So this isn't for you wanting to hold. If you go to every.org and you look at an example of how their nonprofits are set up, the reason I don't love this is it looks like a really typical like GoFundMe account and it does other donations too. So if you had people going to your every.org link, then it shows like donate in US dollars and then you have to click like, I actually wanna give in crypto, which you probably already have a way for people to donate on your site, so you don't really need the donate in US dollars thing, but every.org does show that you can create a button that just says donate crypto, and you can put that right on your site. So if you want your crypto, uh, you want an easy setup, and you want your crypto immediately transferred to US dollars and put into your bank account, and you don't wanna deal with any crypto, I would say every.org takes the cake. The one that I'm most interested in, but is probably hardest, is Coinbase Commerce. So Coinbase is an organization that actually gives you the crypto wallet. It sets up a crypto wallet for you to take in cryptocurrency and you have the money sitting in your wallet. And Coinbase Commerce is just saying that you're a business entity and you're um, accepting either payments for products and services or you're accepting payments as Donations. Fees are var variable dependent on the number of transaction and the size of transaction. Setup requires three to four um, weeks in a business review. Um, but this is for nonprofits that want to cut out the middleman of some of these other, like the giving block and given every.org. A lot of these other platforms use Coinbase Commerce to process their payments. So I'm kind of somebody that likes to just create my own thing and cut out the middleman, but it can be harder. So maybe you have to have somebody on your board that can look into it and understand it a little bit better. You know, we don't have easy setups like a PayPal yet. Um, if you want to actually hold your own wallet, that's the rundown. This PDF, this comparison chart really should help you. Again, you can go to the giving block and give in every.org. Um, you can go check out Coinbase Commerce, start doing some research. The main thing is, is that you need to figure out some way to accept crypto. And I hope I've sold you on that today, just because if somebody's going to give you $10,000, if somebody's going to give you some money, doesn't really matter like that it's in crypto or it's a $10,000 car or it's whatever. It's an opportunity, whether you transfer it directly into US dollars or you keep it as an asset that you hope will appreciate, think that you need to go ahead and try to start tackling this now and tackle it now because there is some process involved and you don't want to be caught with your pants down when or deer in headlights, whatever, when somebody asks you, can you take my donation of cryptocurrency? Like you wanna be like, uh, yeah, we can go over to this website or scan this QR code and you can give it right away. So whoever you need to tell about this, if you need to dive into this, if you need to tell your board members to dive into this, if there's a volunteer that you can get to look into this for you, just put it on the docket as, yes, we do need to do that crypto thing and look into it. Go over to cthulhu.com crypto, download the little comparison sheet, 
Let me know what your biggest headaches are about this. This isn't one of those like, it's a no brainer, it's so simple. I think that you'll be really behind the eight ball if you wait until it's just so simple. I think that it's worth figuring it out now so that you can take in donations when they're offered to you and you can be ahead of this huge movement. You're really not ahead of it, but you can be you know, in this huge movement instead of running behind it and still an antiquated nonprofit that doesn't know anything about crypto. Like, gotta stick with the times, gotta stick with the donors. Comment below, please, what scares you, if this was helpful to you. I really wanna hear if you're accepting crypto donations or how far you've gotten in your research and if you will be accepting donations soon. All right, guys, I hope that this was helpful. Go out there, rock it out, get money in your bank account, whether it's cryptocurrency, US dollars, and thank you so much for your service to this world. I'll see you next time.